I know that some of you would love some good news regarding the Amazon Synod, so I have two pieces of good news, which is why I'm reporting on the Amazon Synod again. The first regards the likely fate of the ter some of the terrible ideas regarding a possible paganized Amazon rite of the mass, and the other regarding a unfortunately controversial priestly fraternity finally breaking their silence about the Amazon Synod and speaking out. So let's get into it, because I actually love giving people good news in these days where positive news are very rare. So our first story comes from a Spanish-language modernist outlet called the Catholic Observer. And no, I'm not going to try to pronounce its Spanish name, because my pronunciation of Spanish is pretty bad. But our headline, courtesy of Google Translate, is Amazon Right, Pope Entrusts Cardinal Sarah with the Study. Now, I can't think of anyone better to be entrusted with studying a new rite of the Mass than Cardinal Sarah, who is famous for writing books and speaking publicly on the importance of reverent liturgy. The bias of the source shows in the following quote, but let's have at it. Quote, in the final report of the Synod, the Synod Bishop asks the Pope to elaborate an enculturated rite that expresses the worldview and ancestral customs of the Amazonian peoples. This request is based on the right concept of enculturation. Like I said, they're biased. Whereby the Catholic Church, since its inception, has selected positive aspects of pagan culture, purified them, and integrated them into Christianity. End quote. Yeah, positive aspects of paganism. I'm not sure what positive aspects you're going to find in, in that part of the world, but we'll let the prefect for the Congregation of Divine Worship handle that, as that is the title Cardinal Sarah has as he runs the office of the Vatican that oversees this sort of thing. Now, there is no comment on whether it's legal to promulgate a new rite of the Mass, since it honestly looks like that was banned in 1570 by Pope Pius V. But I'll let Francis speak to the issue of the Amazonian rite himself. Quote, There has been talk of ritual reform, openness to rites, that is, within the com competence of the Congregation for Divine Worship, and you can do it according to the criteria, and I know you can do it very well, and make the necessary proposals that enculturation requires. But one must look straight ahead, always beyond. Not just ritual organization, but also organizations of other kinds that the Lord inspires. Of the 23 churches with their rites that were mentioned in the document, or at least in the pre-document, I believe that at least 18, perhaps 19, are sui juris churches, and started from scratch, creating traditions as far as the Lord leads us, not to be afraid of organizations that preserve a special life, always with the help of the of the Holy Mother Church, Mother of All, who guides us on this path so as to not be separated. Do not be afraid of them. End quote. So saith Francis. Now that's a heck of a statement if I've ever heard one. Personally, I heard some digs at those of us who want to preserve the Latin rite as well as a call to embrace change because change is such a good thing. I'm honestly surprised that we didn't hear a reference to the God of Surprises mixed in. And honestly, with that statement, I am surprised he didn't hand the entire issue of the Amazon Rite of Liturgy off to Pastor Jimmy Martin of the Jesuit Church instead. But maybe Francis didn't do that because he knows how the indigenous tribes of the Amazon would react to ja James Martin brigade showing up in their homeland. Either way, a statement like that doesn't scream Cardinal Sarah to me. But Francis decided to hand off the issue to someone who is generally considered to be a defender of the traditional liturgy. And that's both good news and honestly kind of funny. It sort of says, I don't really care about a new Amazon liturgy, at least in my mind. But then again, if you actually read the document like I did, the whole thing screams UN sustainable development and not much to do with the Catholic faith at all. The funniest thing about all this is that 
this source, in true modernist fashion, tells us to be open to changes, because apparently St. Paul was a progressive, and sided with progress, not with the conservatives. And I don't know about you, but I absolutely love the politicization of sacred scripture, and I love the politicization of the apostles in our modern disputes, especially considering that when you read St. Paul's letters, you don't actually see a ringing endorsement of revolution or progressivism, but rather a defense of orthodoxy. But I digress. Now, there's no mention of the terrible ideas like the very probati or deaconesses. We know that the deaconesses were rejected twice by previous study groups formed to study the historicity of the issue, so I'm not really terribly worried about that unless that group is, is told to basically endorse the idea regardless of the history of that issue. We'll see. But if you wanted to send a proposal for a new right of mass to a place to die, I can't think of a better person in Rome to send it to than Cardinal Sarah. So that is good news in itself. Maybe Francis will send the very probati and deaconesses to him to give the Tiber River treatment as well. And the next story comes from the SSPX. Yes, I know some people think they're in schism. They're not in schism. You don't go into schism by standing firm for the faith, and Rome has said numerous times that you can go to the ma their masses on Sunday to fulfill your Sunday obligation as long as you don't have schismatic tendencies, whatever that means. Anyway, the letter comes from the SSPX Superior General, and it's in response to the Amazon Synod. It was published on October 28th, and for some reason a lot of people aren't even aware of this thing, which is why I'm having it here. The following letter was sent to members of the Third Order of the Society of St. Pius X. October 28th, 2019. The Feast of Saints Simon and Jude Apostles. Dear members of the Society, the recent Synod on the Amazon was witness to terrible scenes where the abomination of idolatrous rites was played out within the sanctuary of God in new and unthinkable ways. And then the final document of this tumultuous assembly attacked the holiness of the Catholic priesthood, pushing for both the abolition of ecclesiastical celibacy and the establishment of a female diaconate. Truly the seeds of apostasy which our venerable founder, Archbishop Marcel Lefebvre, had identified from the earliest days as being at work in the council, continued to yield their putrid fruits with renewed effectiveness. In the name of enculturation, pagan elements are increasingly integrated into divine worship, and we can see, once again, how the liturgy that followed of the Second Vatican Council is perfectly suited to this. In response to these events, we call on all members of the society, including Third Order members, to observe a day of prayer and reparation, because we cannot remain indifferent to such attacks on the holiness of Holy Mother the Church. We ask that a fast be observed in all our houses on Saturday, November 9th. We invite all the faithful to the same. We also encourage children to offer prayers and sacrifices. On Sunday, November 10th, 2019, each priest of the society will celebrate a Mass of Reparation. In each chapel, the litanies of the saints, taken from the Liturgy of the Rogations, will be sung or recited to ask God to protect his church and to spare it from the punishments that such acts cannot fail to draw down upon it. We urge all priest friends, as well as all Catholics who love the church, to do the same. Such is due to the honor of the Holy Roman Catholic Church founded by our Lord Jesus Christ, which is neither idolatrous nor pantheistic. Signed, Don David Pagliarani, Superior General of the SSPX. Most of us had been waiting for the SSPX to speak up because, quite frankly, they'd been silent when other bishops hadn't been, even bishops whose statements had been filled with the language of the modernists. But the SSPX had been silent until now, and this comes from the priest in charge of the priestly fraternity. Sadly, I don't think we'll see a similar statement from the FSSP or the ICKSP. 
as the position they have as priestly fraternities is to not rock the boat, to not cause controversy. I'd love to see them officially speak out against the craziness we saw in October, but that's not likely. Honestly, it is, though, about time that a call to prayer, fasting, and masses of reparation being offered by someone with the authority to do so being made publicly. But sadly, this isn't being done in an organized way outside of the SSPX, and again, that's truly sad. I know of FSSP and ICKSP priests who feel the same way, and I'm sure those words ring, ring true to you as well. But few, if any, masses of reparation are being offered, and there are few, if any, calls to fast among the laity coming from the hierarchy right now. That's truly sad. Seems that fasting these days is just a little too old-fashioned for people. So what do you think of this? I thought some good news was warranted after a month of largely bad news coming from Rome. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. I'm not able to respond to every comment, but I do see most of them. Anyway, thank you for listening. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.